The Wrestling Brain podcast is recorded in front of a live audience at twitch.tv slash wrestlingbrain. You can be a part of the show, have your voice heard, hang out in the chat, or call in and talk to us immediately following AEW Dynamite, AEW Rampage, and AEW Pay-Per-Views. Check us out live immediately following all of those shows on twitch.tv slash wrestlingbrain. And while you're here on the podcast, do us a favor, rate us five stars or subscribe or follow or whatever your favorite podcast provider does do that for us and you could be one of the many people who are saying wrestling brain Welcome to the only wrestling podcast in the world. It is twitch.tv slash wrestling brain. We are so happy that you were joining us here live. Or if you're one of the three people who said that wrestling brain was your number one podcast of the year on the Spotify rap, which is not allowed to lie. It's the, that's the rules of life. It is wrestling brain. It is the A-double dudes. It is Wednesday night. Time to review AEW Dynamite. I'm your boy, the Zoobs. I am joined on the West Coast by my man, my tight team partner, my duo, Mr. 50K, the handsome and beautiful, the talented, the wonderful, Mr. Josh C. How you doing? What an intro, Zeus. Goodness, ah. yeah, you're, you are always uh, full of flattery for me, but maybe wrestling never more brain, than tonight. I'm great, brain. man. That was, uh, I'm going to say a fucked up ending to Dynamite. I did not <laughs> see that coming. Uh, that, that was rocking. Hello to the Brainiacs in the chat. Hopefully people liked it as much as we did. Uh, Thomas PW subbing right out the gate with Prime. You know we love. When people do that, thank you so much, Thomas. It couldn't be easier to sub with Prime, but more on that later. Zoobs, what a night. Excited to be doing the stream here with you. Uh, I don't want to dive right into it, though, Zoobs, because last week, you remember, I dove right in and we missed the question up the top. Do you remember? How embarrassing. Everybody remembers that. So maybe a little light banter off the top. Uh, uh, (laughs) Zoobs, you ever eat eat food that used to be hot? Now it's cooled down? Yeah, uh, all the time, actually. Yeah. All right, so Zoom's on a scale of one to seven. One being, no, just kidding. Thank you all for coming with us tonight on Wrestling Brain. A very eventous dynamite, I'm going to say tonight. Lots to break down. Uh, give us a follow over on Twitter, wrestling underscore brain, the underscore Zoobs, J-0-S-H-C. Please follow, please subscribe, all that stuff. Zoobs, let's do it. Let's talk about wrestling. On a scale of one to seven, Zoobs, one being the worst, seven being the best. What would you in the chat and Zoobs? Rate tonight's episode of AEW Dynamite. It was it was free. You didn't spend money on it, but you spent time. And time isn't free, Zoobs. There were things. I, I would say tonight a bit of a uh, a buffet, a, a variety show, a poopery of uh, wrestling, which is sort of how I like to take the stuff in. So I imagine there were things people liked more and less on this show just by nature of the variety. So curious to see where the scores come in on this one and where you personally are going to be coming in, Zoobs. Very interesting to see in the chat out of the gate. Uh, sixes as high as 6.75, a seven from Ashton Kutcher, an easy 6.5, says both Thomas and Jay's Retro, uh, as low as a five from Will uh, Cadenza, 5.5, Pace fell, 5.75, 5.5 from Medawesome, two and a 5.5 from Dennis Dirty Work. So we sort of have our range there. Some people really like this and some people uh, coming away from this with, um, you know, I think what you would say is, is an average 
good episode of Dynamite, right? 5.5 is sort of, I look at that as like, it's an, it was an average good night where nothing stood out is sort of what I think a 5.5 is. I think Eileen, and we're getting, we're drilling very down into specifics. I think Eileen in like 575. Like I was, I, oh. could, I could probably be talked into a six by the end of the night. I think I- Now hang on, this might be the real news here. Is this the first quarter mark that we've been <laughs> either of us on the program? I, I, I'm, I guess 5.65. I'm leaning closer to the five and a half than I am to the six. Uh, but we'll see as sure. we go through it. I think the ending really did sort of leave me shocked though. I did sort of come into this, uh, you know, through the show, probably stationating at a 5.5 and feeling like- Something's going to have to get there. And I was genuinely shocked by the ending. So maybe I should uh, let it sink in and we'll get to six territory when we get to the end. Thank you to Pacefall for the subscription. Thank you to Ashton Kutcher for subscribing with Prime. And thank you, thank you to Nice Boy Online subbing, getting us to a level one hype train. If you don't feel like subscribing, you don't feel like following, feel we don't mind. But do go tell a friend right now. Wrestling fans, no wrestling fans. Uh, go tell somebody watching AEW dudes. I got a feeling tonight's going to be a good show. There's a ton to dive into. So uh, text somebody right now. Say, hey, I'm watching Zoobs and Josh talking about wrestling. It's good. Twitch.tv slash wrestling brain. Okay, Zoobs. Let's talk about maybe an say, average. Yeah, I will please. say, uh, we got a stack of shirts. I'm, we're going to go through a stack of my old shirts. I'm moving yes. at the end of the month. Yes. Uh, and with that comes cleaning out the closet. I have selected six, I believe it is six wrestling shirts from my closet. Uh, we're going to decide which ones I throw in the garbage, which ones make the journey with me into the house, and which ones potentially are cut up into gym shirts. Uh, limited amount of slots for each one of those categories, so we're going to have to choose wisely. I'll, I'll, I'll show them all. I'll, I'll put them on. Uh, I can't wait for this. This is going to be a hell of a segment that I've coined, Shirt or No Shirt, where we're going to help the Zoobs get rid of 50% of his shirt collection as he moves. Can't wait for that segment later tonight, Zoobs, as well as uh, everybody gets to hear the new theme song and intro video. For the returning, that doesn't work for me, brother. The segment of the show where Zoobs and I be negative, which I don't know if there'll be a ton of uh, elsewhere on this show tonight. So maybe it'll stand out as unique. Looks like maybe a five and a quarter, five and a half average from the chat, Zoobs. So let's see how much that changes by the end of the review. And I just want uh, to say, Dynamite, uh, Tuck yeah. and Chase says, garbage question mark, donate, uh, donate, obviously it's the... Obviously, you want I want Malcolm. Luke, I thought you said you were gonna pour gasoline on it yeah. and burn it in the woods. <laughs> I don't want anybody being warm them. with these. No, I I would I would be thrilled if uh if a uh somebody was able to buy secondhand a wrestling shirt. We'd be very happy. To put that you back said into the, the exact system. opposite in our DM. You were just like, I can't wait to pollute yeah. these fucking things. I use them. Actually, I'm going to use them to drown animals. So yeah, that was, that's, <laughs> so see, that's the zoom. It goes into the ocean like, and yeah. I kill some wildlife and it like never biodegrades. Killing two birds with one stone in the most <laughs> genuine sense, says Zooms. Okay. Uh, Zooms, before. Hopefully the theme is not too loud. Yeah. <laughs> you guys I have no idea. You guys have I no idea. I was very triggered. Josh was so mad at the at I was the triggered. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was so mad about that. I slaved over that song. Too loud. It took like a month. <laughs> Let's see if that doesn't work for me, brother. Because Zoom's as Dynamite's <laughs> atrocious music off the top was playing tonight, I noticed Eddie Kingston was in the opening signature. Is that new? Did anybody know? Have I just not noticed it before? When did they add Eddie Kingston to this thing? Love seeing uh, the King of Yonkers up there. And thank you to Heal Josh. We got a we got a raid from from Heal Josh. A great place to watch a show. Uh, appreciate the Raiders. If you could follow, we're so close to a thousand. I normally wouldn't wouldn't even ask anybody to do anything, but we're only twenty eight away from a thousand. If you can, if you can get us to the night of a thousand brainiacs, it would mean a lot to us. Uh, we we love we love Josh's community. Um, sorry, Josh. Thank you so much, and hope you had a great broadcast. We're just diving into our dynamite reviews. So you're showing up at the perfect time. Yeah, just about to start. 
Zoobs. Let's jump into it. Hangman is out with the belt to open out tonight's Georgia Dynamite to a gigantic reaction. Great to see the champ feeling like the champ. Zoobs, do you remember what your initial reaction was when Bret Hart debuted the AEW World Heavyweight title? Do you remember what you thought of the belt itself? Wow, that's a great that's a great callback into my mind. I mean, listen, I was happy to see the chat's answers too. This is not how you feel about the belt now. Yeah, when yeah. Bret Hart unveiled that paneled belt, what did you think about it at the time? I was pretty I was pretty complimentary, if I remember correctly. I think I, I think it uh stood out. Uh, I can't remember in detail, but but sure. But for sure I was for sure I was a fan. I think I thought it was just okay. I liked it. I liked it relative to other companies' world championships because I hate the big W ones over there in New York, but I wasn't on fire about it. I feel like this belt in particular kind of suits Hangman Page in a way. It didn't suit Chris Jericho, didn't suit John Moxley, and didn't fit Kenny Omega. I don't know if it's because Hangman Page is the first sort of homegrown AEW star or if it's just the damn cool Western shirts tucked in to a pair of jeans that my guy looks great in with the belt around, but I feel like He's making this belt for me. When I see Hangman Page carrying out the AW World Heavyweight title, I, I feel like he's he's the the guy who suited it the best so far. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It, and his his the subtle changes to his gear as well, also matching it perfectly. A little extra, a little extra glitter, a little extra shine, a little, little more diamonds in the in the frills and in the patterning. Uh, I think he definitely makes it look better than anybody. Uh first time chat from uh Raven, 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 spelled phonetically. Very, very nice. Uh, it looks like a giant belt buckle on the cowboy. Nailed, it. nailed it. Yeah, absolutely that makes nailed it. Perfect sense to me. Um, but I just, I don't know. It's clicking in for me in a way that it didn't out the gate, and I thought that that was worth taking notes of. So let's get into our opening match here, Zoobs. Allen Angels Five, Allen Five Angels, Five Allen Angels, uh, Vlan Five of the Dark Order, Allen Angels. If I'm if Twitter is it's Vlan Vangels. Yeah, that well, I mean, we've seen his shirts and merch match before, and he himself does seem to spell it Vlan Vangels. Uh, against Brian Danielson, uh, sort of on the continuing, I'll say the ass kicking tour of Brian Danielson through the Dark Order, or maybe more uh, accurately, the head kicking tour. Sort of strange to see uh, a smaller guy, Brian being the bigger, stronger guy in a match here against Allen Angels. What do you think of this match, Zeus? Uh, yeah, listen, if if they can do this for as long as they want, I they can start the show with Daniel Bryan viciously kicking the shit out of somebody <laughs> every week. <laughs> I will, and I will, I will tune in over and over and over. Uh, it's never going to not be great for me. He's so good. He, he's such a craftsman. He's obviously, as you pointed out on Twitter, he's obviously enjoying it so much. <laughs> he, mm. He's mm -hmm. got to be loving how great he gets. You go out there and Alan Angels is getting like cheered from the heavens. Uh, he's just so, it's just, it was, oh, there's great. I thought it was great. I, I, the only problem I ever have with this now is like at the end of it, I'm like, oh man, Brian's part's over for the show. That's like, that's right. the only yeah. bummer that I'm, <laughs> that I'm getting out of Literally this Literally just leaving you wanting more yeah. after a, a TV match against not a nobody, but somebody low ranking on the roster who the win was never in question. Uh, you're right though, Zeus. People talk about how the, the breaking out of jail um, comparison is so sort of overwrought with coming from New York to AEW. But you can feel it emanating off these people. You can see it in the Ruby Soho Chris Statlander match later on tonight, getting some time. You can see it in Brian Danielson fucking kicking some heads in. It's it's genuinely great to see, even when they're not bringing it up. You could just sense it off of them wrestling in a style that is maybe more authentic, or at least they're getting the space to find out what being authentic to themselves is. So just great to see. 
Brian Danielson loves to kick hard, doesn't he? <laughs> oh yeah. And another new finish. Another new finish. Uh the leg bar looked vicious. Just simple leg lock, no problem. Uh, and, uh awesome. destroying the MCL. Yeah. Uh, I thought was uh, like going that specific with it was hilarious. You know what I thought, Zoobs? And I agree with good friend Jake that uh for being 23 years old, Angels is Pretty good for a wrestler. That's the young talent today. I mean, Dante Martin around the same age too. Leo Rush, no, no old dog in this game either. I mean, they've got uh, some real young bucks, pun in, not intended, uh, uh, on the roster. Mr. Tampering with evidence saying, I hope they give Brian versus John Silver a lot more time in the last two Danielson matches. I don't agree. For real, I think he's 23 years old. Yeah. He's that bald What, do you think he was five? Well, no, the, 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 <laughs> the, he's that bald at 23? That's very Well, you respect that. I do respect that. I respect the hell out of that. I respect the hell out of that. I'm in. I'm, I'm officially, he's now on my, you know, you have your, that mental column on guys. Alan Angels has been moved to the left. He's in. He is on the hashtag yeah. play ball movement. And I frankly, think, we do I think we're probably cutting, uh, I think I'm probably going to cut Johnny Hungy. That's probably who's fought. You know, it's got to be a tight roster. You can't have everybody. Otherwise, no. what, otherwise making the roster means nothing. No, especially if you got to hit the road with these guys. Yeah. It's like you're in the van with some cool, some cool yeah, ball people. And I'm just like, oh! like, you're like, oh, okay, man. All right. Yeah. All right, John. You hungry? <laughs> That's what I'd say, you know, get his ass in that way. <laughs> Ashley Kutcher saying, makes sense for a heel to use his feet a lot. Tough to disagree with that. Absolutely. Uh, Mid Dawson saying, Angels was impressive tonight for sure. So people love the Allen Angels Kenny Omega matches, right? Subs? And I actually can't remember exactly where you came down on them. Uh, I like them, but I was never as blown away as some people. I actually thought he came across better to me in the Brian Danielson matches tonight than with the Kenny Omega ones. I thought he shone like a star here. The, can somebody use the Spanish fly as a finisher? Because it's so natural to pin out of. Like yeah. the, the legs already there. Like when he gets the falsy off of it or when. Um, Forget who used to do it in New York now. Um, was it Ricochet? Somebody does a top rope Spanish fly. There's somebody pin with the damn Spanish fly because I thought Angel and Angels looked uh, so great tonight using it. Yeah, um, absolutely. I will. I will agree. Absolutely. I, I think. I think just to, to close the loop on the on the Omega versus the Brian match. I think his oh, style yeah, sure. and I think his style and size really le lends itself to to Danielson a lot better um, and sort of where Danielson is right now with what he's doing with his character. I think it really was a sort a really great match for, um, you know, Kenny sort of has that, that it has to be that bigger sort of over the top sort of style to really right. hit, hit, to really hit his gear. And I, I think, uh, people also really like them a lot. So no well. question. I, 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 I definitely actually get a pull up zooms. What do people prefer the, um, the second Alan angels versus Kenny Omega match or Alan angels versus Brian Danielson. Is that, is that a ton of work to get a, a pull up? We'll move on to the what do we have next in the show, and I'll get I'll get a pull up. Well, we're basically staying in the seg same segment here. Right. Uh, Brian beats up Alan Angel, starts a promo on uh, Hangman Page. It's, it's not cowboy shit; it's coward shit. Uh, this felt like a legitimate Brian Danielson insult. Like I believe that he thought of this, and uh, this is something where the writing and performance and character sort of have to come together. You remember when they had Roman Reigns saying suffer and suck a tash and all this, and it was, and it was just horrible. Brian Danielson can kind of make those dorky cornier things work for me. Cause I think maybe a sense of humor is sort of in line with that uh, naturally. So I like the, it's not cowboy shit. It's cowboy stuff from, uh, from Brian Danielson, but this is enough to get hangman page off of the commentary desk going up, but he is not allowed to touch uh, Brian Danielson. Of course, 
So who comes out, Zoobs? Got to be the cowboy. It's John Hungry. <laughs> no, yeah, that's right. Sorry. I lost my place. I was setting the poll up. No, that's a, yeah, sorry. No, I should have thrown <laughs> you a question there. I know better than that. Since John Hungry comes out to let's, let's give him credit. A, a huge reaction yeah, uh, sure. in Georgia for the hungriest member of the Dark Order. People seem fired up about Brian Danielson versus John Hungry next week. And I suspect AW knows that and we'll probably give it some time. But next week's Dynamite in Long Island looks awesome there's a lot to look forward to on next week's show and then as we'll talk about a little later on in the show more and more on the week after that um where are you at on the john hungry versus brian danielson meter are you pretty fired up for this one listen it's it's the absolute proof that you could right now you could put danielson in there with anybody and i'm it's absolutely it's absolutely the match i want to see uh of the evening i'm i'm very excited this to continue because he's obviously just beating these guys and like <laughs> kicking their heads in and and beating them and hurting them in 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 his way in his also like really wonderfully safe way. I I love it. He's my, it, 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 I can't wait. I'm not even a silver guy at all. Nice one online brings up that it's a real shame because everyone knows that 2022 was going to be the year of Allen Angels MCL. That's yeah. True. <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny i wish they did john hungry this week and brought alan angels in next week yeah but they want to do the hometowns right yeah they they have uh both of them in their respective hometowns which makes sense to me but i i get what you mean in terms of maybe what might uh produce the best but listen i think that crowd in long island next week is going to be on fire and i think john hungry is going to be treated as a giant baby face there so i suspect yeah like zoobs I'm not a John Hungry guy, but I bet that one's going to be a lot of fun, and uh, they're going to really play up the heel and face dynamics in that one, I would wager. And uh, Angels Danielson wins the poll. 70, 70 Congrats, Zoobs. Just that easy. Thank you, McVader Hughes. Sub, five months, and a congratulations. I appreciate it. Thank you so much, Vic Man. Has McVader Hughes really been here five months already? Isn't that crazy? Half the time? Half a year? This, this, this time warp, like doing something weekly... It just makes it such a poor way to tell how time's moving because that's that's a very heartwarming, genuinely. Thanks, McVander Huge. Um, Dennis Dirty Work saying, even trying to beat everyone in their hometown is like a nod to Vincent Kennedy McMahon, for sure. Yeah. Except here it's sort of working because people also like Brian Danielson, which is the, <laughs> the secret to the formula. Uh, <laughs> have, have so many people like watching. Uh, Mr. Tampering with Evidence, there's just no way I'm going to read that. There's just not a chance. Uh, Zoops, we find out at the end of this match that we're getting Brian Danielson versus Hangman Page in two weeks at Winter is Coming. I thought we might stretch out the Dark Order thing to include a little Stu Grayson in there, but no, we are getting right to it, Zoobs. Did this announcement surprise you, or does this feel about right for you? It feels like they're building to a big end of the year with, with the way that things are in place. I think it is uh, – I think it's a good timeline. With, with just get things going, and, and if you're going to have Hangman win, get him a defense right out of the, right out of the gate – and get him a, a big a big name defense a, a big win something something he can already add to his title run or you do the heartbreak at the end of the year and 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 you go into the 2022 with with Brian Danielson as your champion and who's going to argue with that right who's going to argue with he's the best wrestler in the world <laughs> right that's well, that, okay, well wrong, i don't think right? he's the best wrestler in the world no but, but uh, in terms of the storyline for how i'm not i'm just saying for AEW yes. storylines like, like you couldn't you wouldn't be too upset if you, you as a company if you came into 2022 and that was your explanation it was like he won because he's the best what do you want yes yeah you, you <laughs> certainly could do a lot worse for yourself he, he won the tournament and then beat our top guy like it's, yeah that, it's just that easy now from a meta sense i don't really feel like he can right you don't want right. to give the message that a, a new york guy can be cut from the roster come in 
and beat your champion, right? No, absolutely. And I think it it it, it is being is going to feel like a major thing if when Hangman ret, you know retains and does that win. I think they've done a great job with this. I do have a question for you. This comes from the chat from sure. Mr. Tampering with the Evidence. Uh, I find it weird that without an on-screen authority figure, the refter, the wrestlers have to provide storyline exposition as if it's a casual thing. I think tonight we saw the you can't touch each other was a uh, was oh, a right. yeah yeah yeah. And then MJF cut off CM Punk's music. Um, what do you think? Examples. What do you think of sort of that not having an authority figure? You you casually follow. You're throwing into promos. Tony said basically. Tony said you can't touch me. Sort of what they what they added to that. Yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of it, to be honest. I'm not saying you need to add an authority figure, but I do think it needs to be, you can use your announcers in that spot and make it feel a lot more official. Like, I don't need to be hearing from Hangman and Brian Danielson, who both obviously remembered that they needed to inform us during that, that those were the rules. Have Excalibur at the top of the night say, and don't forget, guys, uh, Tony Khan, let us know in a meeting backstage. These two cannot touch. This is our main event for Winter is Coming. We cannot afford to have a main eventer go out these guys will get their hands on each other at winter is coming in two weeks and not a minute before like it, it doesn't need to be right anything more than that um yeah good catch that's what i think about it uh miro is mad at his god thank you for showing me what an asshole you are is, is miro a member of rem zooms this man sounds like he's losing his religion a little music joke for you all there at home I love this white backdrop. They sort of went for it with this promo with this, some weirder editing and like repeating lines and the all white. It kind of worked for me, Zeus. What do you think of losing his religion redeemer and marching over to the gates of heaven? I loved the, I loved the tonal change that he's in the all white now. I loved it. I loved it. I thought it was like, it's a small touch that really does sort of give a bigger reflection of, uh, of what he's going through and make us understand yes. it in a very small way. Uh, Dave fast. Dave says green screen. Yeah. Oh yeah. I didn't think he was actually in like an alternate dimension. It is shapeless. Luckily they carry a shapeless white room. everywhere. They go. Yeah. No, I, I knew that. Surely you were hoping white screen, white, yeah. know that. White screen. I, it's I obviously... the size of the entire room. It's, it also hides the floor. <laughs> He's in purgatory. Exactly. I think I might. I'm thinking of getting a green screen for uh, for the new place. Like I feel like that screen. would do. That we could get a lot of legs out of you having a, a green screen, yeah, right? I think it's the play. Are you going to have like a little area at the new place? Yeah, yeah. Well, well, I'm probably going to be in the basement. It's going to be fun. That's pretty exciting, man. Yeah. I'm excited to see what sort of production changes come to the show. Is a uh, um. A side effect of that, I guess. What am I trying to say? A symptom of that? You know what I mean. Results. Seems I, I don't know if you know this. Most like any of those, like when you see people fighting giant insects in movies, that's that's a green screen. No. Yes. Lots of times. Oh yeah, I know what you mean. Like that, that's a that's a on the screen that makes you money. That's green screen. <laughs> this guy always has a mind for the business. It's true, Zooms. Lee Moriarty. I tell you, I tell you what, watching. Wrestling Brain in Hero Mode, that's green screen, baby. Oh, yeah. Green screen is when you watch Wrestling Brain in Hero Mode, which is when you watch it on your television, take a photo of it, and tweet it into us. Yes. Go Hero Mode. Tweet it into us at Wrestling underscore Brain. Do the damn thing. Media Empire does continue to grow with the green screen. Yeah, thinking about it. Think about it. I can go anywhere. You can be anywhere in the world. Yeah, we're, I mean, well, 
You don't want to tell people that though, because you have you want to keep them guessing, like Miro did. Right. Um, Lee Moriarty's out to take on CM Punk. I really like Lee Moriarty, man. man, uh, sort oh, of, man. I would say I'm late to the game, unlike in Lee Moriarty. I'd say I'm late to the party. Uh comes across as a tremendous baby face to me. I like the music, the gear's super cool. Uh Punk is out next. Big reaction. Once again, cut off early by MJF, who's out here to be on commentary. Uh, I love CM Punk sort of nodding to the Ring of Honor days when he gets against the real young upstarts, going for the handshake at the start of the match. I think I mentioned this at the start of the Derby match as well, but uh that does a lot for me in these baby face burst, baby face matches because like, oh, I understand this, what he's doing here. I've seen him do it and I know that. Yeah, and, uh, and I've always liked that it's like, yeah, we're pro wrestlers and this is a pro wrestling company and sometimes we gotta wrestle. It's like it's not that's <laughs> our job. It is. The job is to be wrestlers. <laughs> Good friend Jake saying, I've heard of go off kings, but go hero mode. <laughs> You're damn right. <laughs> they don't call him Lee Lessiardi, says Eric Hartman. Tough to disagree with that, Eric. Um, I love that no matter what CM Punk's involved in, and sorry to just do my weekly, I love CM That's Punk. That's why people are here. But he is the best in the world, CM Punk. Speaking of that, tomorrow morning, at Wrestling Underscore Brain, one of my favorite days of the year, the Wrestling Brain Annual Survey is going out. Oh, wow. Have your vote. Wrestler of the year. Promo of the year. Worst match of the year. Best angle. Go to wrestling at, at wrestling underscore brain tomorrow morning for the link. So maybe even for people in the post show, I could be convinced to, Go through to send it out early tonight. Let's, we'll put it on. The, we know what we'll do. We'll put it in the chat. Post show show. I love it. Only one way uh, to get it, baby. That's to watch the post show show. Last year, we got 130 something responses. Would love to see us double that this year. And uh, we'll be going over the results on our year-end show. So uh, more more info on that in the post-show in general. Uh, but what I love so much about CM Punk Zoops is that he allows reality to enter the equation. We've been on here openly wondering, listen, should CM Punk be going 50-50 with the likes of QT Marshall or, or Bobby Fish or, or whoever it is? And what is MJF saying on commentary tonight? Hey, listen, Punk can talk about being the best in the world all he wants. When I fight guys at this tier, it takes me a minute to beat them. Punk's going out there. He's getting pushed to the limit. He looks so exhausted out there. What did you think about this match? MJF on commentary is sort of inextricably part of this match. But what did you think of how Liam Moriarty came across? Just give me the whole meal deal on this one, uh, Zoops. Uh, listen, I'm at, at the risk of broken recording here. Um, loved it. How You got to be... The the, oper- the level that the first two segments of this show, wrestling-wise, operate at is like it's, – it's nirvana. It's crazy this is what our weekly wrestling show is. Uh, I'm more into this than the title program. Yeah. I, 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 whatever your preference, both of them are, yeah. are being executed at such a high level. It's unbelievable. As you said, impossible to extract the commentary from the match because it is an, it's a piece of the match. MJF on commentary is a piece of the match. He is perfectly describing um, reasons to, to so doubt. He's perfectly encapsulating a thing that people have been saying. It's what's happening in the match. It's the story that's being told in the rivalry. It's the story that's being told in the match. It's a great showcase for Lee Moriarty, who was like, how could he not have opened your eyes tonight? You're just like, oh, my goodness, this guy. It's count. It's it's not just, you know, with 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 Punk, you're sort of looking for how they react in that space and the way that he did it 
was like the way that he looked even was sort of with, with like counters and intelligence. And when you're up against a guy like Punk to wrestle that particular style, we've talked many times about part of the fun of this is seeing how Punk changes his style and seeing how he meshes with the style of some of these new wrestlers and Moriarty's style, um, that cleverness, that that awareness taps into a really cool part of of CM Punk. And I thought he was awesome. Totally agree. I talk, I forget exactly how you framed it at the start of that, but the how could he not have shown you himself tonight? Uh, I thought his facials were great. I thought his selling was great. Punk did give him a lot on the other end, but he sold a ton for Punk too, which was nice to see. Like really went scrambling on Punk's offense. Punk just is doing this thing where, like you say, he's putting him. If his start, if his starting uh, opus was, I need to see if I still have it. Here he is testing himself against every style of guy in the company. He wants to push himself against a little bit of Monica in my life, a little bit of Jessica by my side, a little bit of Rita might be all that CM Punk needs, but he wants every single part of it. And I, I just love to see, like you say, how he meshes, how he reacts, and how he does ultimately end up getting over on this young talent. But I love just as much CM Punk, or rather MJF, calling him out on that. Thought just everything great here. CM Punk, of course, gets the win in a match I liked quite a bit. Now it's time for MJF to promo. He talks about how uh, CM Punk is just trying to get in Britt Baker's pants. Uh, he is, uh, a lot of this promo is focused around how Punk is giving attention to Britt Baker. This is their follow-up from last week, Zoobs. What did you think of uh, Punk MJF 2 on the horn? Well, it certainly wasn't, you know, it certainly wasn't a step up because they're obviously they hit such highs, but, but they need yeah. that that long-term burn. Um, yeah, it wasn't, it, was, it wasn't the best. Obviously not the, the best bullets either of them have in the chamber. So you're sort of like Stormtrooper firing around each other right now. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's just sort of like... <laughs> I like that analogy. You know, needle dick and, and talking about trying to have sex with Brett, Britt Baker. It's like it's obviously not the strongest place these guys can take this. And it's, it's sort of an in-between. And I think what I'm wondering is if, if this and the outfit, if they're trying to sort of... Um, you know, add sort of that Jericho lameness to an M to MJF because because you know when you you worry about not worry about but it's a thing you know if, if he's too good at the incredible heel promo people can eventually sort of get on board with it and you you sort of lose the really strong dynamic they, they are sort of geekifying him to a, to a degree I I wonder. Maddie Mac, our brother, the mod, the axe in the chat, cashing in, take a hit. I will be doing so in a moment. Thank you, my pal, Maddie. Zooms, I think I've sort of taken this position a couple times. I'm just going to be right there in the exact same spot again. Uh, well, okay, so first, obviously the needle dick stuff sucks. Like anything like that sucks. There's so many examples in wrestling. Of course, I can't think of a single one right now. That stuff sucks. But in terms of the you want to cheat on with Brit stuff, I like habitual line stepper MJF. Right. I like the Brian Pillman stuff. I like saying punk looks like a meth addict. Like that stuff that makes people go, there's just like corny and kind of offensive. Like, I think those are the notes that keep him as the, he's not the we're playing along boo heel right. until next week in Long Island. He's the actual, like, this asshole, like, and, and in a believable way. I don't know, this felt like completely in keeping with his character in a way that I liked. I thought that Punk is bringing up Britt Breaker a lot, and if you're trying to get the guy mad, what the hell, you're, you're MJF. You're just going to say things that are untrue and to get you as angry as possible. Listen, you you won't. I won't have me spending too difficultly. The point uh, MJF has been good. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you you have been one of these guys who's like, oh, you know, he couldn't yeah. handle work with stunt on the mic, but it sounds like you're coming around and and starting to. <laughs> It's no longer Marco Jackswell Friedman or whatever you yeah. call it back in the day. <laughs> uh, calling Darby a school shooter. Yeah, that's another one. <laughs> so good. <laughs> I like that stuff. I, I, I know that might make me, that might expose something about me that's like, oh, I like when he called Darby Allen a school shooter. But I do think it's those things that uh, stop him from being the cool heel. There's always a dose of that every couple weeks. Right. Um, Larry the dog went too far dog can't bring a dog into it punk does love larry there's no getting around that uh, i'm gonna cash this in zeus but before i do let me throw to you uh one question they're walking out punk's chasing down wardlow comes to mjf's defense which is sort of a, i feel like they've been distancing mjf and wardlow and wardlow's been less sure what his allegiance is but is firmly behind mjf tonight talk to me about the promise of a mjf wardlow match which i think we'll probably get in the next couple of weeks here mjf wardlow or wardlow punk Sorry about that. CM Punk Wardlow. I think I think it you know it keeps in line with um, Punk running through sort of this this young talent and giving the shine to some young guys and giving them a, a real high profile match. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to com- to to like compare it to Hobbs to sort of get an idea of of you know that that powerhouse division that that big guy with muscle sort of you know if you would if Luchasaurus was ever single sort of that division. You know, that oh, your your AEW open weight sort of championship level guy. I think uh, I'm excited about that. So it's sort of impossible to not want to compare it to the powerhouse Hobbs match, right? Yeah. And we know how good I like that match quite a bit, but I know there were moments in it that were a little off. But we know what that match looks like. Would you expect Punk Wardlow to be around that good, a little better, a lot better, a little worse, a lot worse? If we're contrasting CM Punk and the Hosses, where, where would you compare the two? It would be, be interesting if he just powerbombed CM Punk like 15 times. Wouldn't that be interesting if that was the only like, which is powerbomb after powerbomb. Like Lesnar Cena won. Yeah. Just... Hypothetically, that would be my strategy, I think. Um, if you had to fight CM Punk? Yeah, powerbombs repeatedly. If I was Wardlow's size. Uh, I'd try to wear him out over cardio over like 45 minutes or something. <laughs> yeah. Why are you laughing, Zoops? Well, you grapple him. You would just grapple him, right? No, I mean, listen, I thought, yeah, if, if I'm allowed to use a little Brazilian jiu-jitsu, it's not. See, I was, we're I was we're thinking, removing the challenge element from it. I was thinking is that is what you would do is you would use his interest in that against him, right? He would. Well, that's the thing. He wants to tussle. He's like, oh, you know, oh, the Anacon device. It's like, that's nothing to me. He's like, I oh, will let you put me in it. You can go right ahead. In his mind, he's like, oh, man, he's letting me off easy. He's, he's been grappling. And you're like, ooh, that part in it, didn't you? bit off a little more than he could do here punk and i'd smoke a cigarette while i was doing it yeah of course. Be like, ah, you know you don't have to be straight edge <laughs> i thought wardlow came across like a million bucks here cm punk gives a little dose a little rub to anybody he interacts with and i feel like he's not interacting with anybody that he's not going to have a feud with at some point or i shouldn't even say a feud a match with at some point and it makes a lot of sense for him to wrestle wardlow on the way to mjf so yeah all good for me i maybe that could even be our winter is coming match for punk Ooh, absolutely no keep it or kick it yet Zoops. oh there's one coming up right here crazy i'm about to say tony Giovanni is backstage with Britt baker and we get what i'm going to call the Britt baker segment at this point and i think people will mostly know what i mean it's her and rebel and hater and they're doing a good solid segment talking about what's coming up again i like using Britt's talents to put over a hater match as Britt is the strongest of them they did do the thing i hate where hater was like 
I had the best match with Thunder Rosa. Do you see how good that was? Mm. It's like loser's attitude, you know? Yeah. Uh, people saying, Jamie, hello. There's a bigger <laughs> hello for me later on in the program. Good for Jake. Jamie, are these guys bothering you? <laughs> <laughs> What a gentleman. He is so comforting. I feel like good for Jake's on fire today. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ashton Kutcher on MJF. I find it hard to be a credible edgelord while wearing Hanukkah pants. I thought the, the Hanukkah suit was pretty cool. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. Uh, that's, that's, folks. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Coming right around the corner. The menorah was lit, what, yesterday, day before? Uh, I want to say two days ago was the first day. Yeah, something, something like that. But uh, yeah, if you're, if you're celebrating... Happy Hanukkah. <laughs> Sunday night. Started Sunday evening. There you go. Adam Cole comes out and does uh, his whole entrance. Just enter the commentary booth. Yeah. You, hold on. You can help me with this. What yeah, the hell yeah. happened? I thought this was like a miscue. This was like a mistake on my end. He just like can't help himself. Eh? Adam Cole. More than, it's more than weird maybe, for a heel. I mean, Punk does it. More than anybody I've ever seen in my life. Adam Cole cannot help himself. He yeah, really can't help but get every place he goes, every people he sees is, ah, they got to do baby once and then I'll go over to you. Yeah. Every, yeah <laughs> we gotta, they want to do it. I want to hear it. We're doing it. It's like, everybody oh, else heal, really Adam, wants like, to yeah, say yeah, yeah. it. <laughs> um, the crowd really wants to say it. So let's just let them say it once. <laughs> no. yeah, get it out of their system. And Zeus with Adam Cole taking the commentary desk. It will lead us. To our first keep it or kick it of the evening zooms on page three, but at the top. Generally, I try to do it by page two or into the first keep it or kick it, but alas, the top of page three will work. Zooms, keep it or kick it is the segment of the show where I, Mr. People, K. Josh C. People think that you just, you're just making this up on the fly and, oh, keep it or kick it. Like, listen to that. Listen to those. When you peel the page back like that, I, I'm very interesting to me. It takes a lot of planning to make it look like you're not doing anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you, you can't be openly smoking weed and drinking on stream and not be having on rails guy. It's the, but I appreciate you saying so. Um, Zoops, keep it kicking. Of course, the segment where I, Mr. FTK, Josh C, give a prompt from the wrestling world, often related to AW Dynamite, and you, the Zoops, and the Brainiacs in the chat. In your emoji bar, you will find two icons. Maddie Max got him in the chat. Thank you, Maddie Mac, for keeping and kicking. You're going to tell me if you want to keep that prompt, which means you like it, you love it, you want some more of it. Or you kick that prompt, which means you hate it, you despise it, you never want to see it again. Zoobs, do you once again understand the rules to keep it or kick it? 100%, baby. Zoobs, tonight's keep it or kick it is in response to Jim Ross's skin cancer. Uh, of course, we hope Jim Ross uh, recovers well. I think we both enjoyed him quite a bit recently on the program, more than I thought we would. But Zoobs, to sort of remedy that tonight, they brought in basically a different commentator for every segment not every segment but maybe what 70 percent of these segments had a different commentator whether it was taz or hangman or mjf the, uh adam cole there are plenty of commentators on this show zoobs jr is going to be gone until the new year so the prompt is this zoobs keep it or kick it aw continuing with the rotating third seat on dynamite did you notice the the spice of life, the variety, maybe in the commentary tonight? I thought I thought I thought the commentary was a, an essential part of several parts of the evening tonight. It, it was, and that's not an accident, right? Yeah, I think it. I think it was a huge. P, have Taz fifty percent of the time. I'm good with that too. Taz is always great. Um, 
Yeah, I think it's great. I think it really is great. I thought it added a ton to the punk match. I thought it added a ton having Hangman there to watch uh, Danielson work. I think it means a ton. Uh, it allows you to set up things and sort of expand the universe a little bit. I, I think it's, yeah, <laughs> no, not Jericho. <laughs> yeah. but, but maybe Jericho in a smaller dose yeah. would be something that, or, or a more directed Jericho. Okay, you're going out for this segment to talk about this. Now, you don't want it to become a WCW thing where everyone's just talking over every match and it's barely about the match. I think you'd have to keep that in balance. They have enough, Jake's saying that they have enough skill it. guys on the microphone. Absolutely. I would hear an argument from what good friend Jake's putting forward though, that that should just be Taz's permanent spot. I would, I would hear that out and think, you know what? That's uh, I can't think of a more reliably, or at least somebody I'm more reliably happy to hear on there. Yeah, absolutely. Correct. So yeah, interesting. Keep it or kick it. Uh, Adam Cole out for commentary. Uh, and then this next part was a little confusing for me, Zeus. Why Why was Orange Cassidy out there? Was he just out there to stare at Adam Cole? He was having a match, right? Or I don't think he was. I don't. Or if he was, I I didn't know. But it's the chat. No. Why was Orange Cassidy out there on stage? Well, they play the music. What are, what are you gonna do? Yeah, I guess you play the music on the <laughs> no, dance. I... You know what I'm saying, Zeus? <laughs> Listen, if you were if you were a wrestler and you're hitting your music yet, you would rush out, right? Well, I mean, what's my music? I don't even have music. You tell me. You tell us, right? You tell us what your music is. We'll play it. Well, I would, I would write a theme. Yeah, there you go. So if your own original music, right? If your own original music, as it does on this channel, right. started playing, you would you would have to run out. At least oh yeah, you. maybe I would use Sad Boy, the Double Dudes intro music. Yeah. You throw it. All. Yeah, maybe I would use that. I feel like the the, the Double Dudes is my. Uh, Part of my identity enough that I could just use that. I could represent us out there, eh? Yeah. Would be a hell of a tag team, though. Yeah. Absolutely right. If my back holds up, you know? That's always the question. But that's that could be part of the story. Yeah. You're going to be Matt Jackson. <laughs> that's right. Axel, oh, my leg is hit, but my back's hurt. <laughs> when Seth Rollins' leg would hurt off of headshots for years, that was so weird. He'd just hobble it around. It's like, he didn't even kick you. <laughs> what are we doing? Uh, why was Adam Cole out there? Okay, so no one, so nobody else really knows either. Adam Cole is out to call the Orange Cassidy match. But what Orange Cassidy match? I don't know. Any yeah, nobody knows. Okay, so this maybe, maybe this is somewhere where a GM figure or somebody being clear about what we should have done would have been better. Because it doesn't seem like, I'm sure there is an answer to it. But us and the current 3,154 people watching do not know. So... But there is well, some good. Know, to that's come not from. our fault. There is some not, good almost four thousand dumb people. There's plenty of good that comes from this. Luckily, plenty of good zooms. So before we talk about the good, let, well, actually, maybe further the good. Excalibur, as he as Adam Cole's walking to the table, Excalibur calls Adam Cole one of the biggest stars in AEW. Is that true? It might be true. Depends how it depends how wide you how wide is your one of net. Okay, so who's above him? Uh, Punk, Punk, Danielson. Danielson, Kenny Omega. Is Christian above him? Definitely true, says Good Maybe it is true. Maybe you're right. Is he above or below Christian? Uh, to the average person, I think he's probably below. Gotta be, right? Yeah. He's below... Uh, I think he's got below a lot Jericho, of Jericho, obviously. Below Taz, right? Yeah, below Taz. I mean, almost everybody's in Taz's we, show. Are we saying Tall Paul? Is it, it big shows on AEW? Mark Henry? 
Tom Hall is way more. <laughs> when you like ask the average fan, it's shocking how many they're like, is Big Show still around? It's like, you know Big Show? How can you not know Big Show? Captain Insano. <laughs> um, yeah, are you looking forward to this Best Friends versus Superclick match we're going to get here? Do you think we're getting, we're, we're headed back to Long Island next week. Do you think it's Trent time? Is it too early? Do you have any idea? I think it has to be, right? I feel like they've had the best friends beaten down and Chuck Taylor out of action enough, but teased where I, f- I am expecting a Trent return next week. Yeah. And it will feel, I will come. I have a feeling next week's show come back. If you're done AW dynamite next week, and you're looking for a post show. Cause I have a feeling next week's show is going to be a special one. And if the best friends are back together, there's not going to be anybody hyper than me. That's wicked. I'm excited. I hope that happens. It's funny. Zoobs. I know we don't get to see enough of Chuck Taylor on TV. So you wouldn't know this. But he has this finisher, the awful waffle. It's like a front-facing pile driver. And if we got one of those on Dynamite, no, I'm not joking. That's legitimately a finisher. I know. And if we and if we got one of those on Dynamite after a Trent return, I would lose it. I would ascend. Somebody, somebody's gonna got to get off of waffles on TV some point coming up here. Has to. If AEW wants to get to the next level, that's what it's gonna take. Somebody has to take the awful waffle. Tony Nice promo zoobs on Sammy Guevara. Zoobs, I hate to be so, so negative, but I, I don't give a shit about Tony Nese or Sammy Guevara. Tony Nese, more like Tony Needless. Okay. Oh, oh I shouldn't bury, him, shouldn't bury him like that. I got no, yeah, I don't have a lot of juice for old Tony Nese. Is that a Rampage? I have it on Rampage, right? It's a Rampage, right? Uh, yeah, that's all this Friday on Rampage. It's one for us. That's one for <laughs> us right there. Yeah, they got all the early CM Punk matches, but we don't get the the... Listen, I, I don't like to be the guy, and I don't think Zoobs and I are interested ever in doing a show that is like, oh, this sucks because right. of this. Like, there's so many places online you can get that. But I don't think Sammy Guevara's title reign is exactly for me. And uh, I, I don't understand the booking at all. Like, the first, the last two defenses being Jay Lethal and Tony Nice. It's like, oh, like, do me a favor. Like, I already don't care that much about Sammy. Like, you got to give me something to bite on. And I know this is probably lo- leading to him losing in an open, like a surprise open challenge. But, uh, yeah, man, I'm not, that doesn't do a lot for me. And the Miro and Darby runs were so great. You don't, you don't like him as sort of the entrance to the, to the company now. He's sort of the first guy. Sammy, now the title holder is your is your get on TV. That's what that's what he uses the, the TNT for is to get these guys on TV. That seems to be the case, right? And and listen, I get that you can't push everything at the same time. And Dynamite is so good. Like I don't look at the show and go, oh, there's such these huge open gaps for you know we should be doing this. But I I I think it would be unless you were very a diehard Sammy Guevara fan, it feels like an exhale after the last two. Don't you feel like it does? Undo P, as they say. Oh, Pacefall says more like Tony Least. Rough. That's rough. That's rough. <laughs> you got to get behind the paywall to hear me talk about yeah. talk like that. That's patreon.com slash J0SHC. Uh, Zoom's not going to have a fun piece up there in December. You get into my Discord. Some of the hunks are in the chat right now. I know it. Come chat with the, the, the best opinions in wrestling. Patreon.com slash J0SHC. Sorry about the plug, Zoom's. You know that. Uh, but yeah, just not for me. Something that is for me, Zoobs, I am a, I would say, a vocal proponent of the squash match. I think squash matches are a good way to get guys on TV. It doesn't need to be meaningful. We all know it's going to happen, but somebody looks cool. And we got Wardlow 
versus AC Adams. Now, Zooms, you've always got your ear to the Indies, so I know you probably know who the hell AC Adams. Can you feel us in Zooms? Who is AC Adams? <laughs> uh, you're nothing. Nothing for AC Adams. I listen. Wow, I love the Zooms. Doesn't know you. You're in trouble. I love seeing a guy get just repeatedly power bombed until the match ends. I love that. I legitimately love that. I think it's uh, as you as you said. I think off the top here that there's sort of a a buffet of different things that can happen in a wrestling match and wrestling shows. And I love this as a possible. This is a good outcome. one. I love this as a possible outcome. Uh, Wardlow just like even in a company of good looking jacked big men, he's still he has like a star power maybe more than the other ones right now. Even if he is a little greener. He, he really stands out as somebody that could be something, and the eventual MJF split will probably be a very natural big-time babyface move for him. Awesome. It's three huge powers. And you think he's eaten a lot of losses. Yeah. R- relatively, he's not one of the more protected guys in the company. Like, guys beat him on the way to MJF. He lost the Hager feud. And you get a little Spears who the guy just loves. The thing is that he loves using the chair. Yeah. Well, he's the chairman. When you think of Sean Spears, you think three things, Supes. You think, uh, you think the chair. Yeah. Okay, well, maybe you could say, you know, his famous well, this, saying. This isn't in order. Yeah, so it's number one thing I think is, hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Sean Spears. That's, like to, that's a Sean Spears quote. Just swing it. That's what he thinks. Yeah. And then just swing it. And that he's the chairman. Yeah. Um. Listen. We're not giant Sean Spears fans. Give me him as the cornball lesser to Wardlow, cheesing it up a little bit over the brooding final boss muscle. I think he's way better like this. Yeah, because he's a, he's a bit of a goofy guy. Fits his personality a little better. Sort of a slightly elevated cutler is sort of what we're talking about here. Yeah. yeah considerably elevated over cutler, maybe. Yeah. But really only an insult to cutler. Number 10, Paceball thinks he's, he's successfully, to me, eliminated that from my memory, mostly. I'll be honest with you. Could you name his uh, New York name right now if you had to? Ty Dillinger. Ah, got it. there got it is. It. I, I did. It did take me a second. I was like 10, 10. Yeah, the 10 guy. Tyler 10. I was so mad. I was at the Toronto uh, takeover where the, starting we started to do the thing where on the 10 count outside, you just counted 10 every time. Oh, yeah, 10. I, no one liked that, though. Really. I know. It, it, the, in the evening, the night we did it, it was it was sort of this big, like, the first huge face pop for for Ty Dillinger because he was coming. It was like a homecoming, right, because he's from Ontario. Right. In that spot, I don't mind it, right? Right. We're at the Rumble. And then every – and then in, in, the, in the Rumble, yes, it was good. But then it became like – it was every – it was like the two – it was like the two count, two sweet. Right. Whereas like the first time you heard it, you're like, oh, that's pretty cool. And then like a year and a half later, you're like, we're doing this every two count, every show, every time. Like, what are we doing? (laughs) What are you guys doing? It's like, remember what? Nobody likes to run a joke into the ground like wrestling crowds. I'm so glad what is like basically done. Right. We're basically done. It just doesn't exist in AEW for all I know what's going on in New York. But they got all the fake crowd noise now anyway. So you wouldn't even know. That's true. You wouldn't even know. I that pisses me off so much for some reason. It feels wrong to me. Like it, it, uh. Like, I'm triggered by it. Like, it pisses me off more than it should, the fake crowd noise in New York. It's like, that's, it feels antithetical to wrestling. Like, there are indies, and Zooms, I know you're always watching them, that take place in basketball 
courts of high school gyms. They're not piping in anything. It, it's like, it just is, you know, you want to bring them to life. Ugh. Ugh. Shooting on New York. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> and again, if you want to hear me shoot, that's it. No. Uh, Zoops, Penta and Parker backstage. Where's Ray Phoenix? Zoops, I'm not joking. Ray Phoenix is not there because of travel issues. Tough, man. These guys struggle to travel. What is going on? These guys struggle, man. Pac? At some point, Andrade was doing it. You you heard of the supply chain. It's just like that. I guess, you know what? Now that you bring up the supply chain. Well, listen, man. They they were like, oh, Andrade canceled Pac's ticket. That's why he wasn't here. It it feels more and more like Andrade put some sort of curse on them. Like, instead (laughs) of canceling the ticket, he was just like, look, where's my magic wand? I'm going to curse these guys. And travel will never work for them again. At this point, don't even say it. Make up something that why Ray Phoenix isn't there. I can't get past it. it I'm I'm stuck on it. It is the new normal. It is the new normal. You're right about that. Shout out Eberhantes in this episode, dressed like a magician that comes to your table when you're at Boston Pizza. Which is a cool vibe, just in general. Yeah, (laughs) the white gloves. The white gloves with the... Listen, we all, I think many people out there have done untucked dress shirt under dress sweater. It's, it's happened. We've all, oh, we've, yeah. all we've all done it uh, with the sleeves rolled up. But the is white, that a bad look? The white gloves is really something. Yeah. Yeah. Not a great look. Well, what's a better one? I, I got to tell you, I'm a proponent of tucking your shirt in when you have a shirt like that. Yeah. I mean, I like to, I tuck t-shirts in. I mean, I, yeah. I'm a shirt tucker. You're supposed to tuck your shirt in. That's, yeah, I'm a guy who tucks your shirt in. That's wisdom I've... Accepted as I was as I was older. Any you're you're fooling yourself with the untucked sloppy look. It's it's exactly counteracted to what you're trying to accomplish with it. It makes you look less professional. You'd be better in a, a better fitting t-shirt. That's right. This is fashion tips. Maddie Mac, of course, could correct us in the chat if he feels like it at any point. Seems I love Pac speaking Spanish here. He had an eye patch on. Cool vibe from Pac. I love when this guy's angry. He can do it all. But I don't know, man. A death triangle might go down as like a big what if. Right. There's never, just never fully got going for, for a zillion different reasons, it feels like. Yeah. They've been tied up in a bunch of weird shit that they sort of have to, always have to explain. Denver's FTR should be good. We'll get more uh, Pack and Dax mm-hmm. in that match, presumably. But uh, I hope these guys, maybe the new travel agent or uh, whatever it is, let's get it together. Okay, Zoops. Maybe a divisive part of the evening. Colton and Billy Gunn. Escorted by Colton's brother Austin, are out to take on Sting and Darby Allen. Uh, what did you think of this match, Zeus? I'll just I'll, I'll, I'll let it fly here. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go with my guy, my guy Floob, with justice for justice for Gun Club here. The, the the perfect year. You have this perfect year. I would I would have I would have it would have been neat for me to have seen Gun Club sneak this out and earn themselves like a title shot or something. And with, with it being like, listen, they went undefeated all year. You got to give them something. You got to give them something for that. You know what I mean? No matter, no matter how they did it, they, they managed, they managed to have all these matches and not, and, and not lose. If the records are ever going to mean anything, right? If you're ever going to pretend they mean anything, somebody doing that, no matter how they do it, should get something. But you know, they also lose it here. They go up against, they finally go up against real competition and they lose it. So that's awesome. That also makes sense. But justice for gun club. I'm going to stick by it. 
<laughs> so I, I disagree with you guys. I think it's a good piece of rehab for Darby Allen, uh, which is ultimately what they're doing here. I mean, listen, but, yeah, you, you you beat the gun club. That's a huge. Uh, you joke, but it, I somebody has to do thought, it this year. Somebody has to do it. <laughs> that's, I thought the Billy Gunn solo match on Rampage was way better than should have been. And I actually thought that the gun club came across great tonight. And it leads me into our second keep it or kick it of the evening zooms, if you don't mind. And we will continue this conversation after. But I want to see where the chat's at on this. And you. Zooms, you know the drill. Emotes in the sidebar. Second prompt of the night. Zooms, keep it or kick it. The gun club being a permanent or semi-permanent fixture of AW Dynamite. So when I say permanent, I don't mean for decades to come. I mean, they're part of the show for the next little while in the same way they were tonight, even, or maybe higher on the card. See. Nice point. The chat does not like it. Nice point. Like keeping it. I think I, I think I, I think I'm with the chat for the most part. You feel like the roster is a little deeper than needing Billy Gunn to ever be on. Sorry, but it'd be Austin and Colton. I I thought Billy took Billy. I don't know. I think they might kick Billy out after tonight. I like that. I like that. Austin and Colton. <laughs> I'll give Austin and Colton a shot. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll give it a shot. Colton is undefeated. Colton is super undefeated still. You know what? I, I thought they, they fit in tonight. I'm, I've never been blown away by the gun club, but I like this match plenty tonight. Um, and again, I like that they are a tag team. It's not two people thrown together, even though Sting and Darby, who they're wrestling are. The gun club's a tag team. And I like seeing that on the show. So, yeah, I would have been keep here with uh, Juice and McVander Huge. Juice changes his when, when hearing what you're... Uh... <laughs> Never great when you explain yourself further and leave, lose yeah, one of your only two advocates. Yeah, it's like, oh, I misunderstood you. Sorry, no, I hate it. <laughs> yeah, sorry, got, got it wrong. Actually, hate your idea. Got to kick it. Can I kick it? Yes, you can, Juice. Okay, <laughs> go right ahead. Uh, but I thought this was a, a a perfect. This was there was nothing about this match that didn't feel dynamite quality to me. I guess is how I should word it. Fair enough. I was invested in Gun Club winning. I, I let myself get there because I want Gun Club to win this match. I let my let my brain be in that mode. You know, you can just pick. I picked that going into this. Gun Club. Gun Club. Chris Jericho, your favorite promo in the business, I believe. Zeus, <laughs> if, uh... Do you, give me a, give me just a taste of Chris Jericho. I, I see. I don't know if I can do it on the spot. I, I have to like yeah. be thinking right. of uh, something that he says. Um, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Was that good? I see. I don't know. I feel like when it occurs naturally, I'm always like, oh, it's like the, the Judas was in my mind when I think about it. You gotta love a 2.0 beatdown. They got a taste. They did get a taste. <laughs> so Jericho is promoing. On sort of Eddie Kingston and 2.0 saying, listen, Eddie Kingston saying doesn't want my help. And then for those of you who didn't watch Rampage on Friday, uh, 2.0 attacked Eddie Kingston after he beat Daniel Garcia in what was an excellent TV match. Uh, 2.0 runs in beating down Eddie Kingston. And Chris Jericho gets off the commentary desk, runs in, and then Eddie Kingston goes, hey, I didn't want your help or ask for it. Like, I don't want to owe you anything. Chris Jericho here clearing up. I wasn't there to save you. I was there to kick their ass. And then they are uh, trying to get Chris Jericho back for that tonight. I, listen, I don't really know what you're going to have Chris Jericho do on this show, but if he's going to interact with 2.0, hey, what the hell? Uh, he sees, he's seeing these other guys come in. He's seeing Punk and Jericho come in and like, 
consistently have these great moments with these smaller guys and he's like i gotta get my name attached to these 2.0 guys because they are they're the only the only hot thing that's not tied up in in punk or danielson right now trying to steal it away from eddie kingston I think that's a, a bad faith way of looking at it. I think Jericho, <laughs> I, I think 2.0 has a lot more to gain in interacting with Chris Jericho yes, and vice course. versa. I'm thrilled. Um, I'm thrilled to see Matt Lee chair shotting Chris Jericho. That's, he'd love to see it. Dennis Dirty Work saying, needs more Kinnison. I wish I could do that voice or uh, live that life besides the death. Well, that's not, I'm sort, a, sort, of how, sort of how it works. You live that not life, you get, you get that death. <laughs> no. Wow. I mean, yeah, with that attitude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Zoobs, next week on Dynamite, the Diamond Ring Battle Royale for MJF's Diamond Ring. No way he loses it in Long Island, but I, I like a Battle Royale on a TV show, right? Yeah, and give me three-time three, three, time, three time ring winner is hilarious. It's hilarious. Perfect. Zero percent chance he loses it, right? I love it. I love I love the way he's managed. He manages to stack the deck, and and it's great. great. It's a prop built for him. Yeah. Is that if you had to take it off of him and put it on to somebody? Is there anybody that comes to mind? I'll ask you and the chat. Wardlow, right? This is your Wardlow. Really? Uh, really? Would you believe I didn't even that didn't even cross my mind? That's pretty good, actually. That's usually his ticket to winning these things, right? He and Wardlow are able to team up and get themselves. Yeah, brain, brains of the chat for the zooms. I think that's yeah. If you had to take it off Wardlow, that's a pretty good one. I was thinking Leo Rush. Oh yeah, I like that. Dante Martin. How about that? Yeah, sure. Speaking of, I feel like Leo with the big ring suits him, but uh, Zooms is like a warrior monk. I actually agree with that. <laughs> Dante Martin says sick Nick. Uh, yeah, good call. MJF is Bobby Heenan, but still wrestling. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't hate that comparison. He knows he didn't wrestled. I knew. I know you know. Yeah, it's probably. I saying always for, assume people people know something. He's probably saying it for people in the chat. People in the chat. You never know. Right. People. Have to yeah, th- those guys don't even know when you're using a green screen. They think Miro's actually in heaven or something. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the battle royal. I, I'm just so stoked for this next week's uh, dynamite. Yeah, you're you're hooked on next week, eh? I just think, and MJF even called it out. He's like, oh, I'm going to be better than Bret Hart in Canada or CM Punk in Chicago. And I think the Long Island crowd will oblige him that. I think he'll go a long time and it'll be, again, another great chance for him to interact with CM Punk in an area where maybe the dynamic might be switched. I imagine Long Island will probably still want to cheer CM Punk, but it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out. Maybe they'll take MJF's side. Yeah, I love it. Do you think there's any chance they turn on Punk? That Punk gets booed in Long Island? It could. It, it could. We saw... We saw uh... You know, we've seen we've seen crazy things happen. We saw Eddie. We saw Eddie Turner crowd. You, who who knows? That's true. Edward Kingston. Zero chance. Another another New Yorker. Zero chance, says Cardenza. You know online thinks they will. I think MJF his, can. says Big Mom. I, I'm pretty sure MJF has it in his power to decide if they do or not. Right? He sort of. I think he's good enough that he can sort of decide that. You know what I mean? It's almost less of will that happen for him and and more of like, is he going to act in a way that makes that happen next week? That's yeah, you're right. It would be a, a decision made a, a yeah. Chosen direction to take it, but it might be really fun if they choose to take it in that direction. Yeah. And MJF doesn't have to tweak much, right? It's all the normal insult. It's like, but these guys know that's true. Cause they're like me. Yeah. It's like, 
just that easy. Hockey life, bing bong, yeah. <laughs> so Zooms, not to pull back the curtain too much, but oh, we boy. got on a, a wrestling brain call yesterday. You, me, Nick, and uh, Paul. I thought it was really good. I left feeling tremendously productive. But Nick said something on it, and I was like, "Well, that's interesting." Yeah, we're gonna still we're gonna steal Nick's idea and do it now, so that he can't claim it. Let's go. Well, hang on. Do you know what I'm talking about? Not a clue. <laughs> okay. Nick said people earn channel points for watching, and they can spend those on the take a hit thing. Yes. So if you know what I'm talking about in the chat, and you're somebody who's watched it, and you maybe have a bunch of those accumulated, Nick can you said, do that? Nick said that. Yeah. Yeah, you're barely listening on these calls. This guy's making funny faces, expecting me to not laugh. He's here's who's on a call. Yeah, <laughs> I had the phone right here. <laughs> uh, Which is it? You push the the circle. In the oh, I don't even left? have. I don't even have it. Yeah, you push the circle beside the. Uh, oh, there we go. I have them on my. Look there at you that. go. Oh, Finished so it. I can just redeem it for myself at any point. Yeah. Well, as long, now as long do as we get anything for that? You and I? No, we don't. Oh, so it's just like a fun thing. People get the katana their own. They can gamble them. There's there's commands to gamble. Oh them. my god! Oh no! Okay, stop. That's enough for them. It's like a, a gambling program built into this. Uh, I don't know how to activate it. It's Sex Chase here. He knows he knows how to do it. You could just like randomly gamble oh. channel channel points. I was watching the Sex Chase channel, and I couldn't encourage everybody else to to go and follow and subscribe there enough. Uh, watching Karate Combat this oh, Saturday. Yeah, I, I was there for that. <laughs> yeah. My God. Not only is that some program, he, it's actually so good at reacting to it, but yeah, the gambling elements on the stream are, are wonderful. So credit, credit to, oh my God. No, see, that doesn't count. Nice boy online. I see that. See, I don't know what we're going to, what I was thinking. Okay, about, so I have to take four? What we could do to, I don't even know what you could gamble on here. You know, we would see it. It'd be about the show, right? Because the show's already over. Yeah, it'd have to be like during a watch along. Like, oh, who's going to win this match, I guess, or or what have you. Gambling on well, I guess I gotta hit this four times. You can gamble on the show games. There you go. You should play. You should go over there and play Halo with Sex J. You're a Halo guy. Does Sex J play Halo? No. I think, he's, I think he's Diamond or Platinum. Whatever the highest one is. Well, I'm not very good though. There you go. But I do love to play it very much. Okay, so I guess I have to do this. I got to throw you a big question here. Um, but luckily, this is a big segment. And a topic that you know inside out. We always say around here, the Zoops knows the business inside out. And once again, we'd implore you hit follow we're on the night to 1000 brainiacs we're 20 away could tonight be the night if you're here and you're like oh i have to go get my phone please do it god damn we're close i can taste it imagine if tonight was the night of a thousand brainiacs crazy that would be i will lose my mind and i will reveal what happens at 2500 which is going to be crazy leo rush comes out to talk to taz because he's angry about him stealing his client dante martin away from him Taz, you're a commentator. You're going to act like you don't know me? Isn't it your job to know me? thought Leo Rush was pretty wooden here out the gate, and Taz was sort of swallowing him. But I like their interaction still. And, uh, yeah, I'm interested in wherever this goes because I like everybody involved. Where Hook and Powerhouse behind Taz and uh, Ricky Starks and Dante coming out. You really just can't beat these interactions. So you're going to have to chat for a minute here because I think I have to take four. So, uh God bless you. I'm sorry if I'm horrible on the other side of this. I think I can put into words but what it is about the Leo Rush segments that aren't quite in line with some of the it. other stuff we see is his – I, I touched on this a little bit last week, but I think this is one – it really laid it home for me is, is a lot of the stuff that he's been doing since he's come in 
sort of falls closer on the acting side than it does a traditional wrestling promo, right? It was there was a video about how he was right. telling a story about being a crypto millionaire. And the contract signing stuff was like there was sort of acting. You can see there was there was cues and beats they had to hit and things they had to say. This is another thing where he comes out and is just sort of like um, spilling his heart. You know what I mean? It's sort of a it, and and they, I'm a fighter. It, and it does sort of get there and it does pick up steam and, and because it's not in the traditional beats that we get a lot of wrestling promos on. It is sort of different in that way. And I think it's a thing that when it hooks on can be successful. I think that's what Hangman Page. Uh, did a lot of, you know, when when he was going through a journey, it, it was sort of towing that line between tell, doing a promo and and talking straightforward, delivering a monologue versus having a conversation, sort of as how Nick puts it. Uh, and and Taz is sort of an interesting foil for that because he always speaks in a very real way, and and will cut you off, and and it, it, his never sound like a scripted promo. You'd be like, there's no way somebody would script him to say to speak in that strange way. It's just sort of the way that Taz is. Well, he's almost the worst guy. Maybe CM Punk would be slightly worse, but Taz, even tonight, I forget, I think he said exactly like, get to the point. What's your point? Yeah. Like when Leo was sort of stretching it out and fe- he felt to me like maybe he'd lost his place. I know I'm a big Leo Rush fan, so maybe I'm just making excuses for somebody that I like, but I still, tell me, Leo Rush versus Powerhouse Hobbs. Yes. Leo Rush versus Dante Martin. Yes. Leo Rush versus Ricky Starks. Hell yes. Leo Rush versus Hook. Like the, all of these matchups are things that I want to see. And if they're getting time to build on TV, I can't really ask for that much more, even if not every segment is a home run. And I thought last week's was with the actual contract signing in the back room. But I think you make a good point about acting versus wrestling promos and maybe just how, I guess that's just chemistry in some way to, to some degree too. Like Leo Rush and Taz didn't come across as having a ton, but I thought, Hey, you're a commentator. You should know me. Like that's that's a decent place to start. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for following Josephus Josephus Dick. Yes, Joe. Thank you we're so getting, much. We're getting closer and closer. We're so close. Halo is fun, says Fast Dave. You're damn right. Hook just eating snacks. What a star. Hook continues to now. Hook. I'm not crazy and saying feels like he's cooled off a little bit in the the last five six weeks, right? Yeah, maybe maybe we, you the know. Hook stock market would be a little a little down. Why the dip here? That would be my advice. <laughs> who are you buying? Who who are you never selling? Hook or Dante Martin? Ooh, I think I'm never selling Hook. Just because I'm already, I'm already, I got to be diamond handed. <laughs> I'm already so I've invested so long ago, right? I invested so long ago that it's like I got to keep this. I deeply respect it. Jaded Smart Mark Sterling are a pairing that I just really like. Uh, their their pairing seems sort of natural, but only because it's like old school and classic in a way. Mm-hmm. Holy smokes, by the way. Uh, I just really like seeing them beside each other. Uh, Jade got a hello from me in the Discord here. Uh, and it's about her match with Thunder Rosa, which again, feels like the match of this tournament to me. Uh, I think we got into it last week, so I don't want to belabor the point, but this is a a testimonial on where both of them are who is how is jade with the best worker or at least a fast-paced worker can she keep up and can thunder rosa prove herself as an a-side and carrying somebody like jade cardgill to hopefully her best match um Uh, yeah thunder rosa interrupts this promo again in spanish i thought it was good stuff you excited for this matchup, Zoobs, uh, Jade and Thunder Rosa? It's a very, I'm very interested to see what the result of this is. As we said last week, it's very telling uh, about what they plan to do with this part of the division. And I also want to say, speaking of very telling, um, 
a small thing that I love is earlier in the night, Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter and Reba are all flustered and fired up about Thunder Rosa. It's all they can talk about. They're all Thunder Rosa deaths. So she, she's so annoying and huge matches. And Jay Cargill could not care less. Yeah. I love that. I love I love that sort of balance to the universe. That the, they, that they the dichotomy of two top dogs. I think it's perfect how they appro- would approach that in there in both ways. It's sort of That's like such a well said good point. It's what's it's, 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 it's what makes both of them champions for different reasons, right? It's why it makes sense for both of them to be champions. It's one of them is like has so much to protect and has so much to like this little empire she's built. The other one is just like I'm going to win. <laughs> well, yeah, and different ways to get to the same place, but also like not equally successful but you can arrive at the same place doing so which is just part of wrestling and sort of part of life yeah seems if we wanted to lie cheat and steal our way to the top then we we could go corporate we could popularize this stream yeah it'd be easy oh my god yeah i, I would just wear a suit no more swearing simple right we come in we buy the book absolutely zooms would you know yeah he'd wear a suit too we send out you, you know what we do is we turn the we turn the the Twitter account we'd like backstage someone at someone's at dynamite backstage that links to a website that's covered in ads and you get there and it's like, that's it, smart. It's like, Oh, it's sting. It's like, Oh yeah. <laughs> I figured it'd be that. <laughs> it works there. It's a big game, Paul though, White, so I guess. Paul White spotted backstage dynamite. Does make sense. Maybe they're using him. Maddie Max says he's concerned about this one. I think referring to Thunder Rosa and Jade Cargill. Maddie, I don't want to put words in your mouth. I'm going to say there's a chance that this could be a bad match. I do think that's sort of alive, but there are great workers who can do it. Think of Okada having a four and a half star Dave Meltzer match with Bad Luck Fale, or who's the famous Bret Hart one that you got the guy signed to a big contract? Tom McGee, I think was the guy's name. Uh, and then Vince McMahon was like, why, why can't this guy wrestle? It's like, well, yeah, you you did not you give a Bret Hart every night. So yeah, I think that could that's in play here. Very intriguing. Very intriguing. It's, it's it's intriguing in a way that not a lot of matchups in this company are. There's it feels like there's a lot to be learned here in a way that I don't know that you can say that about a lot of other different matchups. Just everybody, everything that's at play is like perfectly set. Totally agree. Another match in that tournament: Chris Statlander versus Ruby Soho. Whoa, good match alert, Zoobs. I liked some, this one. Had some folks that I would say are are casual wrestling fans that sort of. Ducky and I would say once a month or so that I mm. that I could see were visibly watching this show on my timeline this this week and oh, cool. uh, you could tell from their reactions that Chris Letter stood out just like the instant she walked out it was like oh cool what is this and then you get a match full of just like oh she does all these sick moves it was uh yeah it was very apparent to the casual fan which I love to see and apparent to me Zoobs Chris Statlander is maybe won me over. More than any other wrestler this year. Now, that doesn't mean there aren't wrestlers I like more, but I would thought she was very average at the start of the year, below average, and now a reliable highlight of this show. Just loved this match uh, to, to the nth degree. Like you say, the moveset goes so deep for Chris Statlander. Zoobs, I had a strong impression leaving this match, which led me to a keep it or kick it, which I'd love to throw to you in the chat on, if you don't mind. Absolutely. Zoobs, Brainiacs. Keep it or kick it. This statement. Ruby Soho has a higher ceiling than Chris Statlander. We saw a great match tonight. Two needed baby faces. If we're going to have Jade Cargill and Britt Baker as our champions, we're going to need a plethora of baby faces underneath. 
But who has the higher ceiling? Chat seems pretty split. Chat is split. You did it. Where would you go in that direction, Soups? That's very. Where would you go in that direction? What a good sentence. That's very Those four difficult. hit saved me. It's you know very I mean. difficult because I think I might. I think it was Ruby was the keep. Is what you're saying? If you think Ruby has the higher ceiling, keep. Yes, I think Ruby does, but I, I and I'm not saying that as a slight to Statlander. I would. I would keep it. It looks actually maybe like it's slanting towards kicks. Yeah, the people I would are say behind. It's like 60 30 kicks or 60 40 kicks. It would be a kick for me. I think Chris Statlander, for some reason, and this is not to discredit Ruby Soho, who I thought was excellent, not only in this match, but has been reliably good in AEW so far. But Chris Statlander is like a really natural baby face and somebody who's easy to cheer for and just has a move set that when it gets time on television is very easy. Like you said, there were some casual people watching. It's just very easy to get behind. So what do you think of her gimmick, though? Is she anchored by the alien gimmick or is that yeah. starting to... Oh, easy yes from the... Yeah, zoom. I think so. I think I just think, I think so. Uh, part of what if the, I boop you, Zoobs? With the, yeah. You know, part of the ceiling for me is like I... I, I it's not even an <laughs> argument that the moveset isn't better or, or a presence or a, a level to get to. I think Ruby right now with the character and the way she's able to sort of be fully formed it allows her to connect with people and 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 you know form meaningful connections with people which is what it's all about right people to see themselves in her to 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 see her story play out and relate to it i think is is a, a thing for that so uh, but I, I you know i i i do think there's a huge ceiling for for statlander and and it, it can be this alien thing could end up being a bigger piece of a a fun puzzle where she's just a really fun person right right yeah, and it's it is toned down. Sorry, I forget who said that in the chat. Eric Hartman saying that it is more toned down than when uh, she first arrived. Now, like you say, she comes across as like an eccentric within the best friends. But if you if you told me that oh, that down the road she sheds that and it's better, I I could believe that. But I'm, it's growing on me. I just think I'm kind of in on Chris Statland. Really enjoyed this match. And and you know what? You know what else is so impressive? I'm sorry to go on and on here. This sexist. Georgia crowd was silent at the beginning of this match. The quietest they've been all night by, by a margin hot for the entrance. And then just silent. And they brought them alive. Uh, by the end of this match crowd was super into it. Some impressive near falls, just really impressive match all around. Yeah. What did you think? It's Brodo saying you could easily explain the alien thing away by saying she had severe depression and that was her coping mechanism. And she's actually just a normal person. Sure. Beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah, done deal. Uh, False good sprota. What did you think at the end with Vicky Guerrero and Nyla Rose? Yeah, yeah I, I'm a Nyla Rose fan. I like that this was a babyface versus babyface match, so either can win to face Nyla. Uh, I think Ruby and Nyla are going to have a really fun one. Uh, they need to, they just need to, if Vicky's going to be somebody's manager, she needs to always be with them. Because she was with Nyla last appearance, but wasn't the one before. She's sort of with Andrade sometimes. So, like, she always feels almost like a feature on the show rather than a part of it. I don't know. It needs to be a little bit clearer. But yeah, glad that Nyla got a chance to show her stuff on this show and set up the match for the next round. Beautiful. But this tournament's been a, a home run, right? Yeah. It, 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 I think like last week I sort of felt like it, we had taken too long to get to this match, but um, it, got a, it got a spotlight here and, and could easily be in the argument for your match of the night. Um, so yeah, absolutely. People like Scoots' idea. Scoots rocks. Look at that. 
All scoots on Twitter. Uh, Cardenas is saying Ruby is the TBS champ, right? I don't know. I don't know. He could go, any, he could go anywhere. We, we looked at it last week, and we basically were like, well, anybody who makes the semis, to me, has a shot at it. Yeah, her, Rosa, or Jake Cargill. I don't even think Nyla's out of the running. Yeah. Um, my, if, if I was putting odds on it, I'd probably say Jade is my favorite to win, but by no means would I say... with. And then if you ask me to say who was more likely Thunder Rosa or... Um, for uh, Ruby Soho, I would actually probably say that Ruby Soho is a better chance just because Thunder Rosa has such a built-in thing with Brick to stay in that title picture. So, I don't know. I wouldn't hate it. Yeah. Destination unknown. Ruby, 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 Ruby Soho. Main event time, Zoobs. Yes, indeed. Cody Rhodes. <laughs> Poor guy's getting booed in his own state. Out here against Andrade El Idolo. Uh, in a Georgia street fight. Zooms, this match was, at least had one spot in it that was much more wild than I think either of us were anticipating. There was also some Cody stuff along the way with him picking up a golden shovel and uh, his peeling back was maybe not the nicest thing to look at on television. This was a great main event match. Like This played like a big time match to me, Cody versus Andrade tonight. Did you enjoy this one? I thought it... it yeah, it had, I mean, obviously it had some Cody in it, the golden thing. His wife is always in, you know, his wife is always involved in the, pulling her in or she's sneaking in or something. So he always tends to, you know, I always accept the overbooked 10% that comes with Cody. And I... It is weird for a baby face, though. Yes. Uh, I will say I did enjoy it. Ultimately, yes, of course I did enjoy it. Um, especially the, the flaming table I thought was a hugely unexpected thing. Um and, uh, you know, I sort of have, I do have a bit like a soft spot for Cody, not specifically in the way the last year has played out with some of the stuff he has done, but I sort of, there's a sympathy I have for him in that, like, you know, he is, he is important to AEW, especially from the, from the ground up. He is an important figure in it, and it has no a, question. a huge important piece in it. And so many guys have now come in and stake this place as their own and put their stamp on it and become faces of it. And the reason it's successful that he has unquestionably fallen quite far in like the, the biggest star, the, 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 the guy that you think of when you think of AEW and uh, you know, at his, at his heart, he, he wants to reach those guys level and be up there with those guys. And it's people sort of, it's just not going to happen with, with, with sort of the, the situation that he's in. But you know, he gets his time and he does his things and puts himself in, in the show a ton. So, you know, you don't feel that sorry, but I just sort of was struck with that of him being at home and like, you know how bad he wants to be that stratosphere of guy, but he is a super important piece of the puzzle. Zoobs, have you ever been in person in like a real argument with somebody you really liked? Not your wife, somebody where it could get physical. Like sure. you were really mad at somebody you really like. You had that before? Yes. And you're like, I don't want to hate you right now. Like, I want to right. love you. Like, Cody has that spirit for me. Like, the Cody Rhodes is capable of putting on the style of matches that I really enjoy. Like, storytelling, uh, not giant bump classics. But, like, it's so muddled at this point. Like, it's just so muddled. Like, yeah. I don't know what he's doing wrestling Andrade. Like, why are they having a street fight? I know. No idea. He feels like the most New York part of this show in terms of everything's just kind of wishy-washy and anything good. But 
I want to get into him. And by the end of this match, it's like, obviously this guy wants to deliver good pro wrestling. Like the end of that was spectacular. That said, and I know, I promise I'm not doing a bit here. I swear to God. If you let Chuck Taylor have like a plunder match like this in a main event of Dynamite, I wouldn't have to be on here telling everybody how good he is. Like if you, if he could just get this once. Well, he did it. It was people's match of the year contender. Right, exactly. In, in a tag, exactly. I don't even know if you're talking about the tar- the parking lot brawl or the arcade anarchy. Could be either. But get this guy a single street fight. Forget it. This iron bump. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's an all timer. Thank oh, you, yeah. Flube. <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> oh, look at him go down. <laughs> Sack of potatoes mode. Uh, yeah, Maddie Max saying Jose the assistant is jacked. Yeah, I didn't even know that was Jose. We had no idea what was going on. Like, when who is the that? Like, like, is that Jose the assistant? Another guy? Is it? It's death rectangle or death square or whatever. That rules. <laughs> I don't Anderson think it's better than I thought. Uh, who? When does he eventually turn heel? When he eventually does turn heel, does he immediately go after the world title? Yeah, that seems that seems fitting. Love that. Yeah. Sounds good. There's a lot of people holding that belt who Cody makes a lot of sense as a heel opponent for. Basically any member of the elite built in, or really even a lot of the ex-New York guys, uh, you know, they would have something to talk about. So there you go. That's hilarious. Uh, that fire table spot at the end, that's great shit. Crazy. Love to see that on television. Craziness. It's craziness to have it on TV. It like does not suit Andrade to do that move. Like, you think of him as, like, this smooth, pretty boy? Yeah. Just, like, going through a flaming table in Georgia? That rules, man. These guys are chasing glory out there. Yeah. Rocks. Pretty pretty cool. A lot of fire. It was a lot of fire. Yeah, Brandy was liberal with that lighter fluid. I was like, Brandy maybe does not watch as much ECW as I have. It's like, you do do a long, the the row on one side, the side they're not bumping on, you do, like, one line. You know, she was, there's a pool of fire in the middle there. Cody was on fire on his shoulder during the pin. It rocked. I love that. That's crazy. That's on TV. Say it how it is. Being on fire is cool. Only in a wrestling sense. Fuck, that is a lot of fire. That'd be hot as fuck. Yeah. Being on fire in real life sucks. Look at this. What are we doing here? Look at that. Yeah, that's fucking wild. The Dudleys never went through a table so on fire. That's that is fucking wild. He's on. He's on, would never. He's on fire there on that pin. Scoots Brodo brings up a great point, and maybe this is why everybody should follow at Scoots Brodo on Twitter. Being on fire isn't cool. It's hot. Look at that. Andrade's trying to put him out. That's what's going on there. I was like, what's going on with the pinfall? But I realize now Cody's literally on fire. No, I know. And he gets some on Andrade's chest. Oh my goodness that's fucking crazy that's crazy just on t- tv and the people Cable and, television. and then we come on and we're like yeah five and a half show like that would blow your yeah. mind if you were it, think of it as it, so many years of your life this would blow your mind to see this still blows my mind right now dude i was mid-sentence watching this with you and i was that's like true. what that i just speechless look at that motherfucker go up that's unbelievable crazy and Zips, that was tonight's Dynamite. That is wild. What a show. 
What a show. I enjoyed it a great deal. What do you think? What were you were you at the start? Six ish, I think you said? Yeah. Or no, five seven five. Five seven five. I think I'm a, I got I could push it to a six. That was a good show. I might be in the six and a half zone. I think I liked everything. The the Leo and Taz thing was a little stilted, but I think I liked every other segment. And I really liked two matches on here. There you go. Because the show opened so strong. As but then has, Statlander then. versus Soho and Cody versus Andrade were both awesome too. Yeah. And uh, you're talking about two thirds of the show right there. Yeah. Yeah. Put put me down for six. There no giant angle or giant return, which it always takes to sort of get into that very upper echelon for me. But yeah, that was that was a riot. Enjoyed that a great deal. Thank you for listening to the podcast. I hope you enjoyed that episode. I personally thought it was, uh, you know, pretty good. And if you agree with me, there's a couple different ways you could support us here at Wrestling Brain. First of which, you're enjoying the podcast. Head on over to the iTunes store. Give us a five-star review. Leave some kind words. We would greatly appreciate that. Also, wrestling fans, no wrestling fans. Tell somebody you know about this podcast. We'd greatly appreciate it. If you want to go a step further, you can always take in the real show live, twitch.tv slash wrestling brain you get to the post show you get our interviews you get our calls the full experience over there on twitch.tv slash wrestling brain love and energy I'm just a-